got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome back to the show. It's the third hour of the show. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-77 Jesse. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse. My biblical question for this week, the biblical question, are you afraid you're not going to make it? Are you afraid you're not going to make it? We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show, jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And, um, If you're, like, busy, you can listen to the show live while you're busy by calling the listen line on your iPhone or iPad at 641-793-1500, 641-793-1500. And follow us on social media. Y'all know all that. Like, follow, ring the bell on JLP Talk on X and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. To donate and have your comments read out loud, go to Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee or RebuildingTheMan.com or Bond JLP on Cash App. Bond JLP on Cash App. Bond JLP on Cash App. It's Friday. Every Friday is Get It Off Your Chest Day. This is Trump. Every Friday is Express Yourself Friday. You Tom like a mug. You need to go to go to go to go and get yourself bleached because everything you say about black people and you're sitting up there looking like a tar baby. Uh, it might sound like a semantics argument, but he's a great alien. Ah! I wonder if he's been smoking pot. Ali Zacharias was hanging on for dear life <laughs> and the life of her beloved French bulldog puppy, Onyx, oh, after man. thieves snatched the dog in broad daylight. As he started to go faster and faster, I started to say, I'm about to die. This is my death right now. I'm about to die. Nice. It was horrifying. I didn't think that somebody was stealing my dog. I thought it was a misunderstanding. So I was like, that's my dog. Excuse me. And she wasn't listening. <laughs> if someone stole my dog, I would probably try to kill them myself. She sped off and unfortunately took this woman with her. It's devastating that someone would take someone's animal. This dog mama says she loves her pup like a child and is desperate to get him back. His dog mama, she had a dog. Instead of a real baby, she birthed a dog. What the? Amazing. Let me go back to David, a first-time caller out of uh, Georgia. Um, David, thank you for holding. Yes, thank you, Jesse. And so we was, you were asking about all that stuff you've been taught in the churches, right? Yeah, I was wondering, it sounds like you're saying, like, I, I guess I've been trying to work through self-discipline to create good behavior, and you're saying there's a different path. You can't create good behavior. You don't even know what good is. Do you have anger? No, I don't have anger. You never get angry? I would say no. I'm very low key and I don't I'm not emotional at all. I guess I get that from my mother. So you like your mother? Yeah. So you so you never get you never feel anger? I guess I do from time to time. Um Do you feel anger? Yes, 
but I wouldn't consider myself an angry person in general. Stay close to your phone. What what does that mean, an angry person in general, if you have anger? Well, just, a, I guess, a matter of frequency. I don't get angry very often, although it happens from time to time. And, and if you are a Christian, why have you overcome the anger? Because anger is of your father, the devil. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, that was a uh, question. Yeah. I've heard you have this conversation a lot, so I should be better prepared. But <laughs> uh, tell me again how you differentiate the anger that's righteous expressed in the scriptures as opposed to the emotional human experience that we call anger. Righteous anger, I just realized it right now, too. Righteous anger has no fear. It has no judgment. It only has observation. Mm. You don't have righteous anger. You have the nature of the devil anger. And you. Be- How do I get rid of that? By forgiving your mother. She recreated to her image. That anger you have came from her. And how can I be certain that my forgiveness is effective or genuine? Because as I expressed earlier, I have just the other day, even though I didn't feel, whenever I reflect inside, I didn't feel like I had any animosity or anger toward my mother um, or anything for which to forgive her. I did express forgiveness to her, and I feel like that, um, that I have. Why didn't you express forgiveness if you didn't think you needed to forgive? Because I just um, felt like there was so much common sense and wisdom in what you were teaching. And where do you think that came from? That kind of understanding came from? From listening to the radio program and watching The Fallen State? It came from God trying to call you back home. Uh, I can't make anyone see or understand at all. No other human being can make you see or understand. It only comes from God, and he only gives it to those who want to return back to the Father, who want to be born again. Yes. Maybe I I need to do more honest self-reflection on this thing with my father who's in prison. Yeah. Did you think that, uh, so you know you have anger, even though you said it doesn't flare up that often, you know you have it. Why did you think that was righteous anger or whatever? Yes. And why did you think that? It just made sense whenever I read that in Ephesians. I heard Nick, uh, the pastor you had on just the other day, he kind of explained that. It just made sense that, there is a difference between righteous indignation and then, again, human emotional anger. So I just, I guess I differentiated the two in my mind. Yeah. Anger is anger, and anger is evil, and anyone that has anger is of their father, the devil. That's why they live in their mind. That's why they believe thoughts and feelings, because they are of the devil. And, and then you have these Pharisees, the preachers who hate God. They hate God, and they're teaching you everything that's wrong because they want to keep you in hell where they are. And so silent prayer is the answer. Right. And that's what I'm going to encourage for you. Do your little hooping and hollering prayer, and then what you're doing, hooping and hollering, be still and know God. And the silent prayer will tell you how, show you how to be still, just watch those thoughts, and, and you will see, and he will set you free. That sounds great. Are you married? I am married. I have three children who are basically grown. Does your wife obey you? She does. And how do you deal with the hell in her when it comes out? Earlier in our marriage, it was... Um, Probably a little too physical the way that I dealt with it now. She used um, to beat you? Not even close, no. Oh, you used to beat her? 
I wouldn't call it beat, but she's she's a good woman and she's a follower of Christ. No such and, thing as uh, a good woman. No such thing. Okay. <laughs> What's good about her? Well, she um, she is a great mother. She has done a fantastic job uh, raising our children, taking care of our home, and uh, supporting me through my career. And so I would call those things good. But I understand what you're saying as well. But she does obey me, yes. Has she overcome her anger? She has, I believe so. She has no anger? No, she does not. She's not an angry woman at all. Did she forgive her mother? Uh, you know, I would have to have a conversation with her. I'm not sure exactly how she might word that, but I believe she has. She has a great relationship with both of her parents. Tell her to forgive her mother, because okay. so far you haven't told me anything that says she's good. Well, how would you uh, categorize some of the things about her taking care of the home, raising the children well? I mean, what, how do you categorize those things? When she overcome anger... She will. She won't be good, but the spirit of the father that would make a home in her will be good, and his spirit will work through her. Okay, gotcha. So here's what I recommend, David, because sometimes do the silent prayer. Don't take my word at any of this, all right? You need okay. to see it for yourself. And so I highly recommend that you do the silent prayer, and God will show you if you really want to know and overcome the fallen state, he will show you, and he will take over. Thank you so much, Jesse. I'm absolutely going to do it. Let me know how it goes, all right? Okay, I will. All right. uh, thank all you, right. David. Amazing. 888-7753-773. Um, let me go all the way over to Germany and talk to a first time. There's one line open First time call, uh, caller, Colin, or Colin. Colin. Yes, hello. Hey, Colin, is it Colin or Colin? Mm, any works. Okay. Welcome to the yeah, show. I, yeah, I hope you can hear me well. I hear you, yes. Yes, so Jesse, I've been watching you for a while now, and I actually didn't know we could ask you questions. This is actually very helpful for some of us who are not in L.A. I believe you're in L.A. Yes. Um, yeah, so the first, I had a few questions. I'll try and, you know, in the interest of time, I would ask, what would, you, what would your advice be for someone who is considering becoming a pastor? Becoming what? Uh, uh, a pastor. Oh, okay. The, you call yourself a pastor, I believe. So what advice would you give, um, you know, I don't know which scriptures maybe you would, you would uh, point me to? Um, the best scripture that's in any Bible, uh, if you do not consider becoming a pastor. Uh, I, I know that one, yeah. Because if you seek the kingdom of God, he will call you to do whatever work that you should be doing or he want you to do. But if you consider becoming a pastor, you're called by your father, the devil, and it'll be a waste of time. You just feel good about the title, but it'll be a waste of time. You can't consider being anything because so, considering yeah, is just a you, thought. When did God call you? Yeah. How was your experience? I'm sorry? How was your experience? How, when I, did God call you? I just found myself doing what I'm doing, and I had no plans, no idea. I didn't consider I didn't fight with it or against it or anything. So just do the silent prayer, seek the kingdom of God, and let him lead your path, direct your path. Okay. So that's interesting. Okay, so... Well, thank you for that. Then I'll ask the next question. Because considering want... being a, pa a pastor is just a thought, and all thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. 
Okay, okay, okay. So I'll ask the next question. Um, I watched some of your old videos that you made, I think in the 90s or something. It was crazy, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I have you trying to explain the Trinity, and... No such thing. I want thing. to ask you, what do you... Th- yeah, I'm, uh, if I'm to ask you, where do you think it came from? Uh, it came from the Pharisees. They made it up in order to the seduce fa- the people. But the Pharisees didn't believe in Jesus. How did they... I'm talking about the preachers of today who are preaching, who are teaching from the Bible, who have gone to Bible school and all that mess. They just made that up because they're traitors. They're enemies of God. There's no such teaching of the Trinity. Yes, I believe in the Trinity. You do? Yes. Why? Why Why do you believe in it? Well, because I believe the Bible teaches that, and I would say historically, I mean consistently where over does the past 2,000 years. Where does the Bible teach that? Um, well, the, the Bible doesn't have the word Trinity. So why it. would you come so, up with it then if it's not in the Bible? Because um, it's a word created to describe what is in the Bible. Can I give an example? Yes. Uh, do you agree that God knows everything? Yes. Okay. So in English, we would call that omniscience. But in the Bible, the word omniscience doesn't exist. So if someone asks me, why do you believe God is omniscient? <laughs> that word is not in the Bible. I'll simply say, no, actually, it simply means God knows everything. And if you go in the Bible, it says God knows everything. If that makes sense. And so they just made up the word omniscient too? Yeah, yeah. Omniscient is a minute word. And just how, to describe And what why do you go go with the words that they make up? Um, well, because it's 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 shorter, you know, to say omniscient instead of saying all the time God knows everything. How is that? It's simpler to say God knows everything than to say no, omniscient. But what it is is feel good to say omniscient. So that makes you feel like you know God. That makes you feel like you're a, a follower of God to say omniscient rather than saying God knows everything. Which one okay. feels good? Which one feels better for the ego? Um, <laughs> you might have a point there. But, no, uh, we, uh, you're out there, you're talking to the sinners, and you're like, God is omniscient. Doesn't that feel good? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it sounds like a big word. Right, but, but rather than keeping it simple, God knows yeah. everything. That doesn't do anything <laughs> for your ego. Yeah, fair point. So, yeah, so I would say the Trinity is the same. But my problem is, I think you believe the Trinity means Jesus is the Father? Tell me in the Bible where it's talking about the Trinity. Okay, so, like, um... It doesn't, there's no word Trinity, but so what, the Trinity is how did you God get into in, believing that then? Because the belief, the, okay, so I'm going to explain the Trinity first, then I'll say, I believe the Bible teaches that. So there's Jesus is God, the Holy Spirit is Come back to your phone, I'm sorry. And the Father is God. So now? Father is God, the Colin, uh, Colin, hold on. Don't hang up, buddy. Your phone is going out, and I know you're overseas there somewhere. Um, I'm typing a note to hate. Um, let me go to. Is it Simonshire? Simon? Simon, a first-time caller out of uh, North Carolina. Simon, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Jesse. How are you doing? All is well. How are you? Oh, I'm great, great, great. Hey, I I got two things. Uh, The first one is I want to say thank you for autographing the um, financial success pamphlet that I received a couple days ago. Right on. You're welcome. I just want to say thank you for that. You're welcome. And the second thing. Y'all need to check out the seven guaranteed steps (laughs) to spiritual finance 
Uh, the seven guarantee steps to spiritual, family, and financial success guide. Go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-BOND. Amazing. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. And, uh, and also number two is I want to say that I agree with you in regards to um, the Jim Crow laws and how I don't feel that it was that it uh, affected black people in that way. Yeah. And the reason why I say this is because my grandparents, my parents are from Alabama, my grandparents are from Alabama, Moundsville, Alabama to be exact. <clears throat> and my grandmother owned her own property at that time. Yeah. And my grandfather had his own business. He was the only black man in that small town with a blacksmith business. Right on. So I have friends here that, you know, they talk about racism and all these different things. And when I say, you know what, I don't personally agree with that because I haven't experienced that in my own life. They throw all this hatred out there. Oh, you're Uncle Tom. You're this, this, that, and the third. And I just don't believe it. I just want to say, Jesse, thank you for the message that you're putting out there because there are some of us who actually agree with you. Right on, based off of, Based off of personal experience. It's too, it's unfortunate for the blacks that they have allowed these enemies of theirs, so-called leaders and everything, to mm-hmm. deceive them about all that. And the blacks don't realize that they're being deceived because they want to, these people want to control them and use mm-hmm. them for personal gain. They've lied to Agreed. them about all that. I appreciate yes, that, have. man. Thank you. And Jesse, can I just make one more thing? Yes. You had a call last week from a caller who, and I've been dealing with this in my spirit since I was about five years old, and I always knew that there was something wrong with it, and I had a brother that my mother kept telling me was my brother, but when I, I knew he wasn't my brother, I can sense that we had, something was off. Yeah. And I've, and I've always agreed with that, all children that are brother and sister come from one father. Yeah. And if you had, and if a woman has kids by different, fa- by different men, I would consider them siblings because they don't come from the same father. And I've been battling with that for forever. Nobody wanted to agree with me. And you had a caller calling last week that actually proposed that question to you, and you actually ended up agreeing with him. Because I had never thought of that before, Mm -hmm. but yet when he mentioned it, it made sense. You know what I mean? And so I I couldn't reject it because it made sense. I just never thought of that that way Mm -hmm. before. Jesse, thank you for the message, and I appreciate you. If nobody else does, you do have people out here who appreciate you, and thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, and stay with it. It gets better. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Amazing. Have a good one, guys. You too. You know it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Amazing. Uh, let me go to Darren. He's been waiting a long time. Out of uh, North Carolina, 888-7753-773. Dar- Darren, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, I'm from Georgia, but amazing. Oh, it has North Carolina, but okay. Well, uh, well Georgia on my mind. Georgia on, on my mind. Yes, sir. I was waiting on that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, just, uh, Jesse, uh, how do you know? Uh, oh, I, I wrote notes down about an hour ago, uh, listening to the show. Um, you say that you went and forgave it like 38, right? Yes. Uh, can you say about like what age you, um, for lack of better words, noticed, air quotes, uh, you were without anger or fear? When I, at 38, when I went and forgave? Yeah, when you went and forgave your mother... Yeah. You're supposed to be, God's supposed to work through you, give love, because nobody has love. Right. God's supposed to work through you in order for you to pass down love to everybody else. At what age did you notice, like, I know you went and forgave your mother at 38, and then he showed you that you had resentment and everything, blah, 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 after asking you to uh, see yourself. Well, when did you actually, when did you, is there any point in time that you noticed that, oh, wait, I don't have any fear anymore or anger, even though, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What happened was at age 38, I finally, long story short, I asked God to let me see myself because I was going to the different churches and trying to read the Bible and all that. And I still had anger and fear and all the emotional mess. And so I finally asked God to let me see myself. And that's when he allowed me to see that I resented my mother and I become like her, and I was wrong for resenting her. And, and, and in the moment that I was able to see 
that's when he really uh, started to take the anger away from me. And mm. when I went and forgave her, shaking in my boots, I went and forgave her. He took and complete me away from me, and I've had nonsense. So I was eight, so, I was so, thirty eight. So years it wasn't old. a growing. You didn't grow into your faith, or you didn't grow into your uh, understanding of God. You just kind of like, okay, because I recognized through you that I resented my mother, yeah. and I recognized through you that my mother turned me against my father, and then my father was a beta, <laughs> and that was, and, and really. There wasn't okay, so I don't. Res- I told my father once before that I forgive him, but that was before I ever met you, and I felt, felt like it was kind of like empty words or whatnot like that. Right. And so, so how do I like? I know that I for- I forgive my father now. Like I know that truly, I do because right. I want the father to forgive me. Um, but at what point? How long? After 38, after you went and forgave you, it was instant, like, because even though I forgave my mother, even though I forgive my father, I don't feel like it's instant. I feel like it's a, I can see it now in others and in myself. I can see it. Right. But I ha- I can't, I have not, like, there are still times where I'm like, dang it, girl, you done, ugh. And, and it's just like, <laughs> okay, well. And then I'll I'll back up for a second. I'll be like, "Dang it, I got mad at that." And then I'll, I'll beat myself up for up for a little bit. And then I'll recognize, "Oh wait, that's Satan too." Because now he's beating you up with your own nonsense. So when does that stop? When you stop identifying with it, because that's what does that's, that look like? When let's say that you get angry, you feel that anger spirit come up, right? Don't yeah. call it. I got mad. Don't call it anything. Just see it. And seeing it, you will see that it's not you, and it'll be taken away from you. And that's a death. Yes. Dying from that. How many times must I have to die? Daily. A thousand times a day. But Oh, my. Jesse, it's really difficult. Like, I'm talking, and a biblical question, sir, if you don't care. Am I afraid I'm not going to make it? Yes. <laughs> and I mean, when I. When I say I'm not, uh, am I afraid I'm not going to make it? I mean, like, am I afraid that I'm not going to make it to the kingdom that's within me? Yes, because what you just described is so difficult, but I know it's the way, the right way. And who is afraid? This person that is, that this ego of mine. And why do you say I'm afraid then? Because my, oh, because my ego is still attached to me. No, you're attached to it. Ooh. Well, how do I let it die without suffering every day? By just watching it and, and don't give it any titles. Don't identify with it. Don't call it you. All you need to do is see it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. And that's the light of the of the Father that's destroying the darkness, which is ego, which is anger. And it's, okay. not, it's, more- not, a, it's not you at all. It's just a false identity that's made a home in your mind and you've been calling it you so don't it's call very, it, it you it really convinces me jesse it convinces me because that it is me it's almost like taking off a band-aid and it's scabbed up yeah. and that scab's not coming out unless the band-aid comes with it i understand and and but just when that comes when those thoughts come and the feelings come and it feel like it's convincing you just relax and go through the hell don't try to no, it, don't try to look away from it. Don't try to escape by picking up a book or eating a meal right then or turning on the TV. You got to go through that hell by being conscious. You got to go through hell consciously. Don't go unconscious. And on the on the other side of the hell is paradise. Is heaven. Okay. So identity, I'm trying to knock these out, Jesse. Identity. Hold on one Um, moment. Hold on. Let me take a quick break. Don't hang up. Okay. Hold on. Um, 888-77, Jesse. The treasure chest is now open on (laughs) D-Live. And I'll be back in a moment. Check out my book, For Rage to Responsibility. I show you how I was able to overcome anger. The spirit of anger was taken away from me. I had it. 
And as a result of having anger, I was insecure. I had doubt, worry, fear. I was in a fallen state and didn't know it. And it wasn't until I went and forgave my mother who tried to turn me away from my father. I forgave my father for not being there and returned back to him. My spirit connected with his spirit and through him, I was able to return to God and I have perfect peace. Perfect love casts out anger. And when anger is gone, fear and doubt, worry, insecurity, suicidal thoughts, all of that is gone and you are free. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. Or if you want an autographed copy, you can go to my website at rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-BOND. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. Quick announcement. Number one, the Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour, thehakereport.com. If you, to the new listeners, if you have not heard the Hake Report, you're missing out. Whole lot of mess going on in this world today. The Hake Report at 9 a.m. from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. Give it a try. You will not be disappointed. And then uh, at 12 noon, brand new episode of The Father State today. Every Friday at 12 noon, brand new episode. I had an amazing discussion with Dr. Theo Kasuli. He is a Greek Orthodox Christian hypnotherapist, chiropractor, and healer all in one. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. You hypnotize people? I guide them into a relaxed state. If people understood that they were children of God, they wouldn't be doing the things that they're doing. Jesse, I've been through two open heart surgeries. They fixed me with a valve from a cow. Wow. I still eat beef. <laughs> all thoughts. All thoughts. All lies. Are all lies. All the time. All the time. No. Jesse, who hurt you? What's wrong with the black? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me this question. <laughs> What's wrong with the blacks? Um, at 12 noon Pacific time, support the Fall Estate by going to the fallestate.tv slash donate or locals.com there in the description, all right? Locals.com. And then at 4 p.m., the American Anchor Baby. And the American Anchor Baby is on fire. Y'all see that new opening he gave you today with uh, Open Line Friday, right? Talented. Full of energy and a pilot. The American Anchor Baby at 4 p.m. You don't want to miss it. Flying high on natural energy given to him by God. And then at Sunday morning, fellowship for all. All are invited to fellowship uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Doors open at 10.30. If you're in the L.A. area, come on down. Go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church for more information. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church, all right? Um, and thank you for your support. I appreciate it. We had amazing men fellowship last night. Oh, my God. It was more than a notion. And I went to bed very late. I'm like, what the? 
It was all worth it, though. Let me go quickly back to uh, Darren out of Georgia. Georgia, oh, my mind. Darren, go ahead. I forgot where we left off. Okay, so we left off at, um, okay, well, I'm going to start on this. I know uh, you're not you're not supposed to identify with titles and everything like that. Right. But I know I can be a beta, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but am I not supposed to identify with that? Because I know it makes me feel weak. With beta? Miserable. Yes. No, don't identify. It's just a joke. But I do feel weak, though. And it's enough to see that you're weak. But don't identify with being weak. Just see that you're weak. Okay. And uh, uh, what is the difference between let, forgiveness and yearning for your father? Let me tell you this. Um, don't, uh, don't identify with being weak. Because it's really not you that are weak. It's not you. It's not you that is weak. It's not, but not the real you. You don't even know who the real you are yet. So right. you and, and the ego is about dying from the not you. All these titles and identities and ideas and uh, uh, things that you think you want, you've picked up all your life and identify with them. And so you stop identifying with the real you and took on a, a fake you. So when you do, when your body and mind make you feel weak, don't don't identify. Just notice it. Don't call it good or bad, but see it. And seeing it isn't meaning that I'm weak or something is weak, but just don't call it you. Well, that's very difficult to do. But uh, second question, uh, another question is, how do you know uh, for yourself, for yourself, because I, know I, re- uh, I listen to you in church, you, you want us to know for that we know, that we know, that we know for ourselves. So, how do I know, how do you know for yourself that you've, air quotes, given up anger uh, and you're now letting God work through you? How can you, is there any physical way or mental way, spiritual way to identify that um, you're now, like, officially, not not the devil telling you that you did, you're working for God and you're not, or not, how do you know how do you know what? That you have let go uh, uh, of all anger and all resentment, and uh, and you have forgiven everybody, and you are now letting God work through you. How do you know if God is working through you? How can you see that it's not the devil uh, telling you to, oh, yeah, man, you should give this money, or, oh, yeah, man, you you, you should uh, uh, give some encouraging words, or, or oh, oh yeah, man... When you yeah. can see, when you what can see, mean? I'm sorry. What does that mean? When you can see, it's so blanket statement, and I get it. Like <laughs> God, he is a revealing voice, and the devil's voice is the one that talks to you. Right. But that that heifer be talking to me a lot, and he's making me let, think that he that he's God, and he's not really. And so now I'm all kerfuffled and confused about, dude. When you, am I doing this because I'm before God, or am I doing this because the devil's sick playing God? When you can see those thoughts and feelings, then you have one mind with God. When you're not living in an illusion of a past or a future, but you're present consciously in this very moment, then you will know you're present with the Father. You will know that you're in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, last question, Jesse. I'm going to let you go because I'm sure you got other callers. Um, wow. When you are uh, talking to people and everything like that, and you say, forgive your mother and forgive your father, and that's pretty much the start of you preparing to forgive everybody else for the rest of your life, how do you know, what does it feel like to lose fear? And how do you know that you are now fearless? Um, do you have do you have to think about it? I'm about to say, when you give it no thought, then when, when you're it never in comes the to thought, when you're in the kingdom of heaven, there is no thinking. So you don't think, "Oh, I'm fearless," or "I'm this," or "I'm that." You don't even think, "Oh, I don't have anger," 
you will reflect and realize, wow, I used to overreact to that. I used to get mad about that. I notice I don't now. That's about it. But it's really no think, thinking about it is at no, all. Is noticing the same as reflecting? Yes. So, so no, noticing that I'm upset about something and not reacting to it, but just noticing it is the same as reflecting on it reflecting, from something similar in the past? Reflecting means that you're, you're reflect. Let's say that someone came and cursed you out and you get mad about it, you overreact. But then you start to wake up, you start to see, and then someone come and curse you out, and you don't overreact at all. It doesn't touch you. And you will reflect, even if not then, but you'll reflect, wow, normally I would be overreacting to that. I would have gotten mad at that person. I would have felt something about that, but I didn't this time. I didn't even think about it. It didn't touch me at all. Because once you're living in, in your world, you're responsible for your own world, where the Father is. Once you're in your world, instead of the world, you're in the world, but you're living from your world, the world cannot touch you. So the same person... Be, be, uh, be uh, uh, in the world, but not of it. Right. And the Spirit mm. of the Father would cause that to happen, too, by destroying the ego and causing you to live in the present, making you whole. When you live in the present, you become one. When you live in your mind about the past or the future, you are divided. And that's where hell is. All right. One, one last question. I'm sorry, Jesse. But um, is it possible? I know this is going to sound crazy. But <laughs> is, is, it, is, it, is it possible that the devil could use your show? Because I know what you're saying. And I feel what you're saying. And I know if I, like, if I go with it, it's right. Because... This it's burnt brought nothing but positives in my life and and great um, uh, revelation in terms of oh that's what it was by listening to you throughout the couple of years right but is it possible for the devil to use your show to keep me from knowing for myself? Um, what do you mean? Meaning, um, I already know what you're going to say, dude. Like pretty much. Like, I already know the answers within myself. Right. When I ask, uh, what does it feel like to lose fear, blah, 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 blah. Like, I already know. This, I'm feeding my intellectual knowledge. And at what point do I, like, I just keep reconfirming through you something that I already know. But if I just start doing it, it would be different. But I'm waiting on you to say this one thing that's going to be like, you know what? That's it. I'm done. <laughs> and then I go do it. But that's not happening. That's not I don't think that's going to happen. Is it possible for the devil to use your show to get me to, like, just live in my intellect? Because I feel like the more knowledge that I gain from you, the more revelation, the more I see, but that's all intellectual knowledge I need to know and do. And why do you think that is intellectual knowledge? Because I'm gathering it up and I'm storing it within myself oh, I like, see. as a memoriz- memorization or something like that. I to got where you now, in- yeah. Yeah. Well, all knowledge is intellectual, and it's okay. I'm giving you knowledge, but don't identify with the knowledge. Don't hold on to it. And once you don't stop identifying with knowledge, thinking that you're smart and that you know everything and trying to show off with it, once you stop identifying with it, the knowledge will disappear and the wisdom will appear. Common sense will appear. Just don't so, identify so, with the knowledge. You know how the Bible thumpers, they read the Bible, and then they identify with the knowledge of the Bible and calling right. it knowing God, and that's all the further they right. go? Well, don't right. identify with the knowledge. But, 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 feel but, like? but hear the knowledge, but don't identify with it. Don't think that when the devil is repeating it in your mind, he's telling you to say this to somebody and say that. Don't do that. Just stop identifying mm-hmm. with the knowledge. So, oh, so if, I, if I'm out here in the world and I'm present and I see evil in somebody like I used to be blind to, like a woman, like, because I've, I've experienced, I've never, God bless you, Jesse, the amount of suffering in the past three years that you have saved me from in terms of being able to identify certain patterns of evil within a woman who try to seduce me to get control of me and everything like that. Right. Brother... You have saved me. Like about probably about two or three times, uh, uh, the thought would come into my head: "Oh, shoot, girl, I see what you just said, and I saw your 
what you just did, and I know what's coming out your mouth is not how you really feel on the inside. You're poisoned, and then I walk away. Nice. And that, that's happened about that's happened about three times now. Right on. But at what? At, but thank you, Jesse. But at what point do I? It's all, uh, I'm, I'm gonna use an example real quick. You're, you're back when uh, you was in school, and your and your mama tell you 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 write this a hundred times on this page, this one sentence. I will not steal. I will not steal a hundred yeah. times, right? Yeah. All right, and you get that in your head, and to the point where you, all right, that's almost like I view you. Uh, I love your show, Jesse, and, and it's helped me so much. But writing, or, or in this quote, listening to the show over and over again on something that I already know is is reconfirming the already confirmed. How can I let go of that, which I would confirm is uh, uh, identify as in, intellectual knowledge, because I know what you're going to say, I know what to say, I know what to do, but I keep coming back for some reason, even though I already know. Well, don't in my heart. When you stop thinking about it, in a, whatever needs to happen will happen naturally. Don't worry about that. Don't be in your head about that either, because uh, uh, if you stop thinking even about where would I stop listening to the show, where would I let go, you're still into thoughts. You're not letting the truth just take over and guide you. The truth will guide you in that too, in all things. Can the truth be suffering? There's no suffering in the truth. Is there tribulation in the truth? There's no tribulation in the truth. It's only in the lie. So if the tr- so if I have to, uh, uh, if I have, if I know I have to do something, and it is true. All right. For example, uh, there's no tribulation in the truth. That's that's blowing my mind. I know it is true that I'm a sinful person. I know that I'm all into my ego, and I know that I'm all into my thoughts. But how do I know it's true when I'm finally past it? I know when you you say don't think about it, you don't think about it, it just comes naturally. I can't see that, Jesse. I don't love my health. Well, apparently I do love my (laughs) health. But but I don't want to. It's causing me so much issues, problems, pains, consequences. What were you... When you stop calling the pain you, when you stop identifying with the pain, it's over. You're not having any pain at all. You're not having any tribulation at all. You're not having any worries, doubt, fear, suicidal thoughts, and all that. It's not you at all. So stop identifying with it and just watch it. It's not is you. Doing something, is doing something you don't want to do suffering? What do you mean? I don't know what I mean. But it just came to mind. I don't know what that it, means. It, it's, it's doing, uh, for, uh, if I know that I need to, uh, what's a small example? If I know I need to go to, if I think I need to go to, well, the thoughts. I don't know what I know what I mean. Like, I just, the only thing that comes to mind is, is I don't know what I know what I mean, Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> Here's what I recommend because I got to, got to, got to run. I want you to call me again. Are you um, doing the silent prayer every morning, every night? Not every morning, not every night. Well, I should have asked you that a long time ago and just hung Suffer up and on die. you. What? Uh, why? And you seem to really want to know the truth. Why not do the prayer so you can let go and let the truth take over? When I, when I sit and I do the prayer, there are moments where I don't even know, where I know, af- it's only after the fact that I notice. But say I'll sit up, cross my legs, and I'll uh, close my head, and then I'll start to get uncomfortable, and I'll try to push past that. It lasts about four, five, six minutes. And then all of a sudden, like I don't even notice it in the moment, Jesse. I don't even notice it. But something will, like a thought will come in, and I'll just, oh, I'm thirsty. Boom, get some water or something like that. And then next thing I know, I'm laying sideways, not even doing the prayer anymore. <laughs> and, it's, uh, and then I so, notice it like five minutes later. So when that happens, like, don't make that a big deal at all because you've been living in darkness all your life, calling it the light. So when that happens, don't make it a big deal. Just come back to the prayer. And then if you have to do that every five minutes, you still just come back. 
back to the present, back to Washington thoughts. That's all you need to do. And don't let the devil tell you it's not working, you're messing up. But listen, I got to run. Will you call me, call me again? Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesse. Listen, do the prayer and, uh, for a week and let me know how it goes. All right, I'll call you next week. Thank okay. you, Jesse. All right, buddy. Amazing question, though. Uh, enjoy it. It was an amazing conversation. Thank you. Super Chat. Super Chat. Super Chat. Punchy, get out that tree before you fall about a coffee. Jesse, just wondering if you had any thoughts and reflections on the passing of longtime radio host Joe Madison. Did you know he died? That black guy? Yeah. He did. Two days ago. He did. Something like that. 31st. He didn't like me at all. I know. <laughs> he did not like me at all. Zero at all. I believe I debated him once, too, in Washington, D.C. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But may his soul rest in peace. But I did not know he had a spark. Mike, Mike Young bought a coffee. Hey, Jesse, I remember the great White Hope said the media is the enemy of the people. I was watching an old video of yours when you talked about Trayvon Martin shooting. Media made it seem like he was going to the store to get some candy and so-called iced tea, which wasn't because it was Arizona watermelon fruit juice cocktail. Media was trying to prevent present the racial stereotype of prevent the racial stereotype of black people in watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Keep them pithy, Mike Young. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you, Mike. Um, Siona Sion bought three coffees. Hi, Sion. Jesse. Sion. Okay. Sion. Sion. What would you do if you've been targeted at a job by management because they don't like you for whatever reason when you're the best worker they got, making you hate your job? Would you just give it up or stay and fight? Don't uh, get angry at them. That's their world. Don't judge them. Just see it for what it is and do your work. Really, just because you are your world, you don't have to let them in your world by being angry and judging them. They can't help themselves. And if you see that you need to move on, you know, you make the, you'll see what to do and do it. But don't be angry at them. They have their own problem. You don't need to be light. Don't want to be light. You don't need to be light. All right. Thank you. Jeff bought a coffee. The call from Thursday, hour three, with Oscar, whose wife left him, was simply amazing. I was working out listening to the podcast and had to pause and reflect for a moment. Yeah. I wish him well. It was an amazing call. Yep. And I totally understood it. Amazing. Thank Pre- you. Prep Ham Paul, monthly subscriber on Rumble, interesting to listen to the people who are just learning what to do. Their voice tends to become happier and even giggling by the time they hang up. Maybe they can see a better life now. Yep. Amazing, huh? Once you get a little bit of light, you can't go back. Once you go black, you can't go back. Jesse Kerr, about five coffees. <laughs> thank you. Happy Friday. Love you guys and all that you do. Love you too, and thank you. Thank you, Jesse Kerr. Yeah, thank you, Jesse Kerr. Rebuilding the world bought a but coffee. But Sion, just don't let them do what they want. It's not happening to you, all right? Just don't judge them. Go about your business doing your work. Thank you. Rebuilding the world says it's embarrassing how comfortable Jesse let Hank openly talk down on the blacks and belittle them as if the whites are superior <laughs> when each race has their sh- fair share of buffoonery. What a mess. What a mess. <laughs> Thank you. That's in your head, man. Christian from Denmark bought five coffees. Is it ego if you would die for your children instead of uh, them? Something? That is total ego. What are you going to die for your children for? What's up? Amazing. Thank you. Stan69 donated a diamond chip. Total ego. It feels good to say, I'll die for my... I ain't dying for nobody. (laughs) (laughs) My son, his kids, or his... Grandchildren, my great grandchildren, I ain't dying for you. I on that kind of ego trip. Thank you. J- JLP just said there's righteous anger. What the? Well, I'm just trying to help him understand that anger is to be able to see evil is what God was talking about. He didn't, oh, Christ was talking about. He didn't feel anger. And I'm trying to let them understand you don't feel anything. If you feel anger, that ain't no righteous. There's no feeling in God. There's only freedom. Perfect peace. Thank you. Shout out to Stan69 and adult human male Fatty Wat and the rest of the supporters on DLive. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you all. I do believe that's all for now. That's it? Yeah. Amazing. I'm glad we made it through then. Yes. Amazing. Thank you all so much. So get on that straight and narrow and stay there by yourself. 
you got to take this journey alone. You can't take your husband, your wife, your children, your friends, your workers, no one. You have to travel this road alone. It's an amazing journey. Um, do the silent prayer. Forgive your mama. All people need to forgive their mother. Every human being on earth and your father. All right. Uh, John, a first time call out of California. C- Carolina. Carolina, a first time call out, uh, out of Spain, from Spain. And um, Eric, from first time caller from California. I am so out of time done for today. I'll see y'all at church on Sunday, and I'll be back on Monday if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. The hate report is coming up now. The hate report. And Scott is waiting on hate from Nebraska, first time caller. Hey, could be right with you, Scott. Have a good weekend and stay present. Stay conscious. Thank you all. Bye. Look, stand up, stand up. We got fighting to do. We got to show him who boss. He put a Viking in you. He put that lightning in you. Igniting the truth. But you beg and blame and lie and hate and never want to stand for the truth. So what you planning to do? You understand in the loop. You better go talk to your mama, better stop with the drama, better drop all the trauma. Boy, you better stand up and up, put your hand up and hut, huh. cause if you don't then we lose, and then we gotta hear the fake news, whoa. Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. And I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it. And then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back. Because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself. So that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and holler, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. So I asked the question, are you better than a child molester? I've discovered over the 30 years of counseling, the one thing that's missing, the one thing that's missing, and I think because it's not taught in the homes or talked about, we don't have examples of it, right, is love. Our theme this year is to bring back Christianity to love God with all our heart, soul, and might, our neighbor as ourselves, and uh, to endure. And there, when you're in a fallen state, people will judge the molester but think they're better than the molester. And I ask, well, why do you think you're better? What I realize, it doesn't matter what you think about yourself or how much you have or don't have or how you accomplish things in life or don't. If you have no love, you have nothing. 